Welcome to our sermon. I am Pastor Nathan Escarga, and I am sure that God will speak to you through his word today. It's my pleasure to be uh, sharing uh, tonight the word. And um, uh, yeah, hey, what a wonderful uh, week for me. I got married Saturday Woo! with the love of my life. So <laughs> I'm so happy. And and it's my birthday too, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, today's my birthday, but, but I receive birthday gift the whole year. Okay, so <laughs> you can give it to me tomorrow or <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um, I want to share uh, tonight the name of the message is um, One Day in Your Courts. Again, the, the, the name of the message is One Day day in your courts and uh, I want you to keep uh, in mind that word courts because or, or the word Kurt because uh, it might uh, it might say a lot to your life today so um, I want to start um, reading tonight we will go through the uh, Psalm 84 so um, let's pray and, and we can start uh, reading. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your blood uh, that you shed on the cross for us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that was given to the church. Thank you for the guidance, Holy Spirit. I pray that tonight you will talk to our hearts, that you, you, you will show and you will reveal something new to us, Lord, that we'll get to know you even more today, Lord. Uh, thank you for your uh, love, your grace, and your mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So Psalm uh, 84, I'll be reading it in the uh, English Standard Version. Because for, for this particular um, chapter of the Bible, I think it's a little, way, uh, a little easier to, to, um, to read, at least for me. So, um, uh, verse number one says, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. So here in this, in this uh, verse, it is not talking about heaven. Right? We all know that the Lord is in heaven. That's the, the, the place where, where he uh, lives. Um, but here... The, the writer of the psalm was talking about the temple, the temple that was built, uh, built by uh, King Solomon uh, years ago. And uh, about this temple, uh, um, Isaiah said, uh, Isaiah 56, 7, I'll, I'll just read it. You, you don't have to find it on, on your Bibles. It says, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. So um, there is something special when we all come together, when we all come together to his presence to pray and worship. So the temple was built not only um, for, for the uh, presence of God to be there and not only to, uh, let's say, for all this, rituals um, to, to take place it was also for all people 
from all nations to gather together and worship the Lord. There is something special. There is something special when um, a group of people get together and worship the Lord. Now, I am, I, I am not saying that it is not special when you're alone in your room uh, praying, and I know that's special too, and that's uh, very necessary for our, for our spiritual life. But there is also something special when we come to the house of the Lord, when we come to the church, or when we gather together in a house, whatever, when, wherever there is a group of people, there is something special in the spiritual world that takes uh, place. So, um, hey, that's, that's why we as church, we always look forward, even during the lockdown, to have as many people as possible here at church. That's why it is important for, at least for a Christian, for a Christian, the, the, the church is essential church is essential for a Christian maybe the government would say no it is not whatever they, they have their reasons but for us it is essential to gather together and worship the Lord amen so verse 2 it says my soul longs yes faints for the curse of the Lord my heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. And again, this is the, the um, this is important. This word curts, because uh, later on we will be um, uh, just learning something important about it. But let's continue. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her her young at your altars O Lord of hosts my king and my God blessed are those who dwell in your house ever singing your praise now it's talking about not only coming to the house of the Lord but also worshiping the Lord amen it is important it is important that we'll have um, a life of worship uh, when we worship the Lord, we can feel His peace. We 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 are um, we forget about the problems. Many times, when we don't know what to do, when we are overwhelmed, where when uh, we're going through I don't know whatever problem, whatever challenge, whatever struggle, and we and our head is just not clear. We just don't know what to do. When we say, hey, I'm going to worship the Lord. When we say, hey, you know what, Lord? I don't understand what's going on in my life. I don't know. I don't understand why all this. But I'm going to worship you. And I'm going to your house. And I will delight in your presence. And I will praise you. And I will worship you. It is important that as believers, not only that we come together. It's not just only come, coming together like I don't know, a social club or, or just a, a meeting to make friends. No, the purpose of us as believers coming to the church is worship, is to worship the Lord. 
is to express our love for him all together all together that we will sing praises to him and songs whatever you can speak in other tongues for those that that are uh, that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit or you can just use the understanding whatever but it is important if you wanna if you wanna feel his peace if you wanna feel the Lord's um, presence and and his peace and his love and and all what what all those special feelings that the Bible is um, or that the Lord is promising to us in the Bible we can only receive them through worship if we don't worship the Lord we will lose so many blessings um, when we worship the Lord we can even be set free from the stress from anguish from whatever it's going on in your life the Lord will set you free if you worship the Lord amen okay let's continue verse uh, verse 5 blessed are those whose strength is in you in whose heart are the highways to Zion as they go through the valley of back hour how do you say that word Baca. it means just uh, a, a place of, of suffering or, or misery um, as they go through the valley of Baca they make it a, they make it a place of springs the early rain also covers it with pools they go from strength to strength each one appears before God in Zion O Lord God of hosts hear my prayer give ear O God of Jacob as our faith uh, and trust is set on the Lord we will endure any challenge that life might bring now he's saying here O Lord hear my prayer O Lord hear my prayer that's another thing that we come uh, to do here at the house of the Lord we come to pray it is a very important one more time I have to say this to pray all together and of course we can pray alone and of course the Lord the Lord will listen to us but he wants us to pray all together whatever you need you know you can come to us as pastors or you can just stay in your place and pray for that but there is something special when we come to the house of the Lord and we say Lord here I am I'm worshiping you and this is my prayer help me on this or thank you for that or whatever you want to say it is always important that we pray to the Lord um, can remember years ago uh, a co-worker came to me um, we were I used to work in a, in a call center and I will always try to preach or to share the gospel here and there with the with with the people and basically everybody there it was I don't know maybe more than a thousand people maybe 1200 people and uh, 
many of them, I was a supervisor, so uh, many of them uh, knew who I was. And I would say that, I don't know, 80% of the people would know that I was a Christian. So I was always sharing the, the, the gospel. I was always talking about the Lord. And one day, um, uh, a coworker, a friend comes to me and says, hey, Nathan, but God is everywhere. I don't need to go to church uh, to pray. I don't need to go to, to church to, to worship the Lord or to be with God or, or to have a communion, communion with, with God or whatever. And um, these this words, he said, might sound correct, but no, they are not. The Lord wants us to come to church. That's what the Lord wants us to do. To, and not that the, that the four walls in here are something special. It's about getting together. If you have a building or not, that doesn't matter to the Lord. The important thing is getting together. So my answer to him was, hey, you go, um, I'm sorry, I told him, hey, the world has an order. Everything in this world has an order. Of course, the Lord is in the, the, the Lord is in, in, in a restaurant, the Lord is in your room, the Lord is everywhere, for sure. But you don't go to a restaurant to pray. You go to a restaurant to eat. You go to a bar to bring to drink alcohol. Not not that we as Christians uh, are gonna do that. I'm just saying that the bar is there to drink alcohol. You don't go to a bar to, I don't know, play golf. Everything has an order. The, I don't know, the school, the school is to go and study. And the church is to go and pray. It's a place that the, the Lord said, hey, build a church so you can have a place to worship the Lord is so good so good so awesome so wonderful that he gave us and, and I'm talking about this congregation a wonderful place where we can come and worship the Lord in nice chairs with our uh, air conditioner in summertime with with a uh, uh, heating system in wintertime the Lord set this place specially for us to come and worship him. God is good. God is good. Amen. So, hey, if the Lord gave us this place to worship him, let's come and worship him. Let's come to his house and pray. Let's come to his house and, and be all together. Amen. So that was my answer to him. Hey, everything has an order. And the purpose of going to church is that you will have a place where you can do all your spiritual uh, things. What was my, my answer to him? That was, I don't know, more than 10 years ago. I was probably 19, 20 years. So um, now, the, the Bible is also saying, and uh, coming back to the Psalm uh, 84, verse 5, it says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you. Basically, those that are saying, I am powerless, 
but he is powerful. Those who are trusting the Lord and not trusting themselves and are not trusting friends or family or money or whatever to resolve the problems or to go through struggles. Those that say, Lord, I believe in you. You are my strength. Those, the Lord will bless them. And I want to share, um, you don't have to, to go out. I can read it. The Psalm 1, uh, 1 to, to 3. It says, uh, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Amen. Those who are saying, Lord, you know what? I'm trusting you. I'm not going to give up. Lord, maybe this is hard. Maybe I don't, I don't understand. Sometimes uh, the Lord will tell you to do something that you don't understand. But you just obey. And then in the future, you look back. And you say, oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit guided me to obey you. And I, I remember last year. And I was talking to, to Pastor Dave about this last week, just uh, remembering all the miracles that, that have been happening in my life the last for the last year. And I was saying, hey, I was planning to come to Canada. Um, so I came to Canada the 16th. It was a Monday, and I, was, I wanted to come on a Thursday. So that will be uh, Tuesday 17, Wednesday 18. Thursday 19. I wanted to come the 19th of, of March. And my, my aunt says, hey, you know what? I got a ticket for you. I will pay for the ticket, for your ticket, if you go on March the 16th. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But uh, Lord, I don't know. Is this of you? Is this, uh, 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 is this coming from you, Lord? And I pray, and you don't. Know, and, and I'm not, and, and it's not that I took a week to pray. Immediately on the phone, in my mind, I was praying while my aunt was talking to me. I was in here saying, Lord, is this, should I say yes? And I said, hey, you know what, aunt? Sure, I'll take that ticket, not a problem. And uh, the story, we all know it. It was the last flight from my city to, to Miami and then to Canada. So many times I think about that and I say, okay, what if I was maybe, I don't know, stubborn and say, hey, no, you know what? You're, you're not, you're not going to say when am I going to Canada. I say when I go to Canada. I could do that. Thank God I didn't. And here I am. Now look all what happened. Now I'm, I'm married. Again, the love of my life. Who would know that? <laughs> So as we obey, as we set our faith in the Lord, and we will talk a little bit more about this, but as we just trust the Lord, even when we do not understand, the, God, the Lord will prosper us in ways we don't even imagine. 
in ways totally and absolutely out of our imagination. Okay, verse 9, coming back to uh, Psalm 84. Before, uh, I'm sorry, behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. And, uh, and the Lord is giving you a promise to you today. This is a promise that you have to take, that you have to receive it, and you have to put it in your heart as a special treasure. Um, Genesis 15, 1, is a promise that was given to Abraham and his descendants, which, which, which are us by faith. Amen? He told Abraham, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. And there's nothing like uh, the Lord will give you a shield. That's not what the Bible says. It doesn't say that the Lord will give you a shield. It says he will be your shield. Do you imagine that? God protecting you. It's not, it's not God giving you a tool so you can protect yourself. No, no, no. He's saying, me, personally, this is personal. This is something that I will do. I will protect you. Do not fear. Do not fear. I will protect you. And, hey, I have nothing against no one. I respect those that are saying, I don't want to go to church. I respect that. Me, personal, I believe that the Lord is my shield. And I will come to the church. And I won't fear the virus. I won't fear nothing. Because this is the promise of the Lord. That he will be my shield. Am I going to be stupid? I'm not going to do stupid things. Right? But I, I do not fear coming to his house. I do not fear coming in obedience. Because... I have to say this and again this is nothing personal against no one this is Nathan just talking about Nathan Nathan Scarrega doesn't see not even one verse in the Bible that says go to church except or go to church unless there's nothing like that the Bible says go to church and that's it no matter what no matter what happens, we have to go to come to the house of the Lord and worship Him. Amen? All right. Let's go now to uh, uh, verse 10. And this is the verse where I wanted to, to, to be at. Originally, I was only going to preach about this verse. But I said, hey, you know what? We can share about the, the entire psalm. And it says, verse uh, 10, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I'll read it again. I'll read it again. For a day in your courts is better than a, thousands, than a thousand elsewhere. Now, I, um, many years ago, when I was a new believer, and I, I heard this psalm for the first time in a song. In Spanish, a, a guy that basically took the whole uh, um, chapter and made a song with it. 
And I was there with Nathan singing the song, the worship song there. Oh, Lord, a thousand, uh, I'm sorry, a day in your presence is better than a thousand days elsewhere, whatever. But really, I didn't understand years ago the meaning of this. I was saying, I was thinking that the, the, the courts of the Lord was, uh, I don't know, I imagine like, you know, a, a court room and a, and a judge and, and I don't know, whatever, something huge. But with the time when then I started to read the Bible, when I started to, uh, you know, to have more revelation a little here and a little there. I want to I wanna share what I understood time, uh, so many times ago, whatever, I don't know, more than 10 years again. I've been a believer now for 17 years. So, um, in the temple, again, this, this psalm is talking about the temple or is it based on the, um, the, the, the priests that, that were um, serving the Lord in the temple. So this, this psalm was probably written by one of those priests. So he's saying, Lord, one day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere because he was from the... Um, um, line of uh, Korah is that how you say it in English? Korah and their job was to be in the, in the inner court where the altar of the sacrifice was and that's the special thing about this verse that he's saying the best part of the temple is not the the, the 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 most holy place it's not the holy place it's the place is outside in the in the uh, external um, part of the temple where they were doing the sacrifices and these sacrifices of course are, are speaking about Jesus and what he did on the cross for you and for me basically these guys on daily basis, morning and afternoon, had to do sacrifices, 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 killing animals for 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 the for the people to be forgiven from their sins. So this was basically the place of salvation. This uh, guy of this person or, or this uh, priest that that uh, wrote this psalm is saying it's so wonderful to be here seeing this blood shed all the time all the time in that altar blood was being shed was being shed all the time and that's exactly what Jesus did on the cross for us and this is and that's I'm sorry the in a spiritual way the curse of the Lord when we live in Jesus' sacrifice, when we are there, when you, when in, 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 in that place where we receive forgiveness, where we receive 
justification, sanctification by his blood all the time, daily, morning and afternoon. If we live in his sacrifice, if, he, if we as believers live in his curse, we will, or, or the Lord will give us that joy that this guy is talking about. When we do not acknowledge Jesus and his sacrifice of, on, on the cross, we won't receive the joy, the peace, the love, the revelation, nothing, nothing. We need to live, to, to live daily on, on the curse of the Lord. And it means again, Jesus and him crucified. Jesus and what he did on the cross for us. Jesus and his blood, the blood of Jesus. Now, um, let's continue with, with uh, verse 11 now. Okay, I'm sorry, the, the part B of, that, of, the, of the verse 10, I'm sorry. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Verse 11 and 12. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. And honor. No, no good thing does the withhold from those who walk, who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Blessed is the one who trusts in you. This is by faith. If we don't have faith, if we... So, again, let's go step by step again. First, coming to the house of the Lord. To worship, and to pray, to acknowledge and live his, and live his sacrifice. And all this, we do it by faith. Without faith, impossible. Without faith, we cannot please the Lord. We have to believe daily. We have to set our faith, our faith daily on what Jesus did on the cross for us. We have to worship the Lord through Jesus' sacrifice. We have to, um, to, to pray to the Lord through Jesus' sacrifice, through the blood of Jesus. We have to... Everything, basically, what we do in our Christian life is there in the courts of the Lord where the sacrifice of Jesus was done, where his uh, blood was shed. If we, again, I have to say this, if we do not acknowledge Jesus and his sacrifice, we're just not living in the courts of the Lord. Now, um, it's, it's um, faith, if, if we want to be saved, if we want to go to heaven, as you all know, is believing in Jesus, and not only Jesus as God, not only Jesus as the Savior, is Jesus and his sacrifice. Jesus and what he did on the cross. And I think that I shared this before, but I, I, I want to say it again. Let's say that Jesus, 2,000 years ago, 
came to the earth and made a lot of miracles and helped people and, and heal uh, the sick and all what you can imagine. But he didn't, uh, maybe he didn't go to the cross. He would say, hey, okay, I did good works and I'll just now go to heaven without dying on the cross. I have to say this, those miracles that Jesus did saved not even one person. Only his sacrifice saved us. Healing the blind, the blind saved not even one person. Amen? Is that being clear? It's his sacrifice. So let's say now that Jesus came to the earth. He made not even one sacrifice. I'm sorry, one miracle. But he died on the cross for us. We are saved. We are saved. So it's not about the miracles. And God wants to work miracles in your life. I believe that. Do we believe that? Amen. God wants to do miracles in your life for sure. But the important thing is that our faith will be set on what he did on the cross. And I want to uh, finish this uh, message. I try not, not to do it uh, very long. Uh, with Hebrews, Hebrews uh, 12, verse uh, 1 to 3. Hebrews 12, uh, 1 to 3. It says, verse 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every way and, and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. It's not going to be easy. This is a race. And we have to run in a race Hey, you know what? You have to sometimes to endure. It's not going to be easy. No one is saying that the gospel is just, you know, uh, only good things and not difficult uh, things. Or no one is saying that you're, you're not going to have problems. I've never heard Pastor Dave saying, hey, come to, come to church and you will never have problems. Have you ever heard that from him? I don't think so. Hey, you know what? For sure, we will have challenges. We will go through hard times, but we cannot let the enemy to stop us to come and worship the Lord. We cannot let Satan or a virus or nothing now, if you cannot come one Sunday or two, whatever, that, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those that will say, I don't need church. I don't want to go to church or church. We, it's not essential. We don't need church, whatever. I'm talking more about that. Not, I'm not saying that, hey, now if you don't come next Sunday, you will go to hell. Okay? I'm not saying that you're not going to hell. So it's not going to be easy. Sometimes we'll have challenges. But you know what? Let's come to the house of the Lord. Let's worship the Lord all together. Regardless whatever we're going through. Let's come and worship the Lord. Verse 2. Looking to Jesus, 
the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or fainter hearted. As we believe in Jesus, as we see the cross, his sacrifice, what he did for us, we will always be encouraged. We will never be hopeless because we will always know that my Savior died for me to save me from hell and everything. He will save you of whatever you can imagine. If you're sick, if you have financial problems, family problems, emotional problems, whatever is going on in your life, no matter what is it, as long as your faith is set on that, what's going on on the, um, on the curse of the Lord, that sacrifice that he did for you and the Lord, uh, on the cross, I'm sorry, we will never be discouraged. So um, I want to I wanna give an opportunity to those that are uh, um, maybe online or maybe here, I don't know, that those that have not uh, gave their life, they, they have not given their, their, their life to the Lord. I want to say the Lord wants to save you. The Lord wants to uh, forgive you, to give you a new life. So... Um, if, if you feel in your heart, if you're saying, hey, you know what? I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to I wanna confess Jesus as my Savior. I want to start to, uh, to um, experience the joy of living in the courts of the Lord. Um, repeat this prayer with me. Let's close our eyes. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you for forgiveness. I repent of my sins. I give you my life and receive you as king of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you in your heart did this prayer, uh, you know, if you truly said this prayer, Today you are saved. And the Lord is saying, hey, you know what? I will prosper you. I will save you. And I will keep you. And I will be your shield. Now, um, just to finish, um, I just want to uh, repeat this one more time before uh, praying. And it's, again, the conclusion of the message. To live, to, to live a life a victory in the Lord. If you want to experience the joy of the Lord, the love of the Lord, the peace of the Lord, it is important that we will be on daily basis in his courts by acknowledging all the time what Jesus did on the cross for you. For you. And I like to also read 
um, uh, John 3.16, I like to take away the, world, the, the word world and put my name. If you do, I, I like to do that. You can do that too. For God so loved Nathan that he gave his one and only son. So if he believes in him, he will be saved and shall not perish. If you do that, just change the, 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 the take away the, the word world and put your name. That's the way I like to acknowledge the sacrifice of Jesus in my life. Amen. So uh, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for this uh, people uh, gathered together. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, those that are struggling, those, Lord, that for whatever reason um, they feel discouraged or they feel like, hey, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm losing hope. I'm losing faith. Uh, my, my Christian life is kind of going down. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, that you will put our, you will, you will set our faith in you and what you did on the cross for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray for all my brothers and sisters in this place, Lord. I pray blessings on them, Lord. I pray that uh, for you to prosper them, to heal them, to reveal your, your power and your love and your word and your wisdom to them. I pray, Lord, um, that you will prosper all what they do, Lord, in every single aspect, and not only them, but to their families and friends. And I thank you, Lord, one more time, because you have been our shield. You have been protecting us from so many things that we don't even realize. And Lord, I also pray, finally, for those that are saying, I don't need church. I don't need to, to, to go to church. I don't need to go to the house of the Lord. Father God, I just pray in the name of Jesus. And again, I'm talking about that those that really reject the, the, the coming to the house of the Lord, understanding that many people want to come, but they can't. I'm talking about those that really reject the fact of coming to church. I pray, Lord, for a change on their hearts that they will understand, Lord, how important it is to come in obedience to your house and worship you and pray and acknowledge your sacrifice on the cross for us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's Thanks for joining us for the sermon. We really hope that God spoke to your life. You can find more of the Word of God by watching our service live stream and listening to our podcast on our website, lighthouseniagara.com.